Welcome to MindMeld by Developer Town, where leading experts share their insights on emerging tech topics. All right. Hi, this is Kat Howenstein with Developer Town. Um, I'm in our business development department, but before I made a career change to tech, I taught high school math for about 10 years. The first half of my teaching career was in a traditional brick and mortar school, and the last four were teaching at an online public charter school here in Indiana. So I wanted to share um, some of the things that I've learned about e-learning and distance learning, and especially now as I work from home with two school-aged kids, I have an eight-year-old and a five-year-old, things that I've been doing to help alleviate the stress of that, things I've been doing to help um, support the teachers and in their work, um, and just keep ourselves on track for education. So uh, with all the changes that we've made in the past couple of weeks due to the COVID-19, many of you are finding yourselves uh, responsible for your daily education, your children's daily education for the first time. And I'm hoping this helps to increase your confidence um, and give you the most out of this experience because I, I honestly, I looked forward to it at the same time. Um, I recognize that it is tough. There are not days, not every day that I Uh, have with the kids that is fully enjoyable. Sometimes they're just driving me absolutely up the wall. I do have a spouse that's also working from home. So we are uh, trading off during meetings and things like that. And we've done a better learn, but we're doing a pretty good job of that uh, at this point. But I want to give you the confidence that you can do this. And this is really reachable um, for everyone. And hopefully you come out of it with some really great memories. So I've personally had experience in all different kinds of school, uh, public schools, private schools, um, online schools, and there's benefits and drawbacks that we could get into about that. But with e-learning, one of the largest concerns is really following up to make sure students are learning and engaged as much as possible if they were sitting in the classroom. And that comes at all different levels. Students stay engaged uh, sometimes really well and sometimes not so well. And you're going to see that as you educate your child and as they sit next to you uh, during their lessons. So while you've gained control over their schedule, the speed you can move through and the way that you order your lessons, the trade-off is, is that your student is now working much more independently with you as the supervisor. So let's talk about some of the best practices I've seen as an online teacher to manage and balance these from the parent perspective. Um, first off, All kids, high schoolers, everybody needs a schedule to follow in order to get things finished. Um, I say that with some, some reservation that you can absolutely give your students some freedom to decide when that schedule is, but I would have it agreed on beforehand. Um, You've got some night owls, you've got some early birds, uh, but you don't want to assume that kids getting work done fast means that they know it all. Um, You need to have some expectations about how much things should take you so that they're not just guessing their way or just putting random things um, into uh, their open-ended questions. Um, E-learning is not a replacement for a full school day. Uh, Make sure that you are adding in some art, some music, some reading, some exercise during the week. Um, Don't be afraid to to throw the kids at some Legos, uh, to try some keyboarding practice, to call cooking lessons, uh, additional uh, learning, because it all is. There's a lot of play in a school day for kids that are under Uh, middle school and for middle schools and high schoolers, there's a lot of socializing. So don't be afraid to let the kids get on the phone for an hour and talk with their friends. That's a large part of the school day. There's a lot of transitions. Um, There's a lot of changes that happen and built in playtime during the school day. 
Uh, probably the number one thing that's going to be really valuable now, maybe even more so than when they were physically going to school, is checking their grades. Um, this is not always easy to do. You go, ah, I think the kids got it. I think we're good here. Um, but obviously, the older they are, the more that that matters. And this is the number one way you can check to see are they really learning the information that's being give, given to them? Um, whether that's through video, whether that's through a live lesson, however that's happening, you need to see what their assessment scores are looking like. That's something you can help and adjust with. Maybe the teacher might let you retake them if the student is really bombing them. You say, hey, look, we got to go back and relearn this. Let me try this again. Um, but you need to be checking those grades. Um, you don't have to be the master of any subject to find out what the student is doing in a lesson. Um, being a former math teacher, the number one concern that was brought to me is it's been so long since I've taught algebra, since I, or since I learned algebra, since I learned geometry, since I learned statistics. How do I know or how, how am I supposed to help them teach it? That's not your job. Your job is to make sure that they're getting the work done and that they're spending time on it. So ask them about the lesson. Make them tell you. This is no longer a school day where they go, yeah, everything went fine. You really need to make sure that they told you what the lesson was, that they can tell you, they can show you their scratch paper, they can show you their writing, they can produce something about that lesson that, that shows, yes, that person actually did that. Um, kids get lazy, they get impatient, um, they just get click happy, and so they'll rush through things. And if they can't tell you anything about the lesson, that's something to be suspicious about, and you should have them go back and, and really engage with it. Um, know when live lessons are and attend diligently. A lot of teachers are using Zoom these days uh, with, with a mixed success. It's hard with 25 kids in a classroom talking. High schoolers can generally chat a little bit better. Older students understand the rules of engagement online. Um, but there is no substitute for working with a subject matter expert. And even if your student is a very high performing student, being able to hear what other students have questions on, it may expand what they think they know about the subject. Um, and if nothing else, it just engages them socially and it makes them feel connected to a community. Um, you might also find that this is a time when you're a student, um, you're seeing what kind of behaviors the teachers see in the classroom. Maybe they're kind of squirrely. Maybe they're not paying attention. Maybe they get up and run around a little bit. Sit next to them, even if you're not engaged in the lesson, sit next to them and, and see what their behavior is like to see can they can they engage in this alone independently or do you need to help them focus? Uh, teacher communication is huge. I'm sure a lot of people are, are feeling like, um, you know, the, the teachers are emailing a lot. Go back to the beginning of the year because a, teachers have a lot of resources these days. Um, Khan Academy, Typing, was it Typing.com? Um, oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, I actually did a blog post about this, so feel free to go and find me on the LinkedIn and uh, find some of the, the resources that I put out there. But there's lots that even brick and mortar teachers are using these days, and they might have sent it out at the beginning of the year. Use those. Use those for additional support. Don't be afraid to print out some worksheets and tell your student, hey, you're going to spend a few minutes doing a daily math lesson. Um, something that is a, a really interesting resource that might not be known as much to parents is a website called Teachers Pay Teachers. It's an online marketplace where teachers have created lesson plans, really detailed lesson plans or really detailed worksheets, and are sharing it. Some of the lessons are 
and you might get 20 worksheets with that. That's a really great thing to add on to the day if you know where your student is supposed to be in a lesson, to just give them extra practice in a place that you know that they struggle. Um, Some of them are also free. You can sort it by grade level, subject matter, and cost. Um, So there is plenty of free material out there, especially for your really younger kids like my five-year-old. There's a lot of great things around reading, around shapes, around numbers um, that I can print out and I don't have to sit there and, and teach one-on-one lessons with them to have them engaging in something. Um, And the last thing is to break out your own fun. Those bubbles, the sidewalk chalk, um, online sandbox games, things like Roblox, Minecraft. um, Utilize those. They allow students to work together. They allow students to conflict resolute, if you will, or conflict resolution, um, and will give you a break from having to engage constantly. I realize that a lot of us are trying to work at the same time and you need to have breaks in your day where you could get stuff done and are not having to constantly help them focus. So um, don't don't be afraid to let them enjoy those things and to find a place for them to uh, to engage with friends or engage with a better community. I hope this information is helpful to you. I hope it helps gives you confidence that you don't have to know everything to be able to help your students. There are times that they should be working independently. Um, Feel free to check out the blog post I did on resources. People have added to that. There is lots out there, so please don't be afraid to add your own. Uh, We can all work together on this. Um, But more than anything, I hope that you You embrace it with some excitement because it can be fun to learn a little bit more about how your child learns um, and help them improve in areas that they struggle in or uh, excel in areas that they really enjoy. Uh, My daughters really, really enjoy art. And so there is a a class out or a art studio in Ohio that's been offering free art lessons online. That's been so much fun for them. They've done so many new and unique things. And we do art every single day because that's something I know that they really love to do. So um, make it fun. Make it exciting. You don't have to be there 100% of the time to be for them to be learning, um, but you do need to be following up. So feel free to reach out with any questions. And I hope this helped. Thank you so much. Have a great day. That concludes this episode. If you want more real-life insight and cutting-edge tips, go to developertown.com. Also, if there's a topic you'd like us to explore, reach out to us at mindmeld@developertown.com, and we'll run it down for you. Thank you so much for listening.